Hello and welcome to another episode of the Cardboard Locker Room, episode five. We've got Callum staring to my eyes across the table. How are you, mate? Very good, mate. How are you? Really well. And uh, down in Victoria, we've got Kerry, mate. Staying safe that way? Yeah, we are. How are you, boys? G'day, Zach. G'day, Cal. Good to be with you. Look, Sunday night, favourite night of the week. We've got to get the gusto up from last week. We're down a little bit. Uh, we've got frogs in the background at the moment. So if you are hearing some weird things in the background, we live in the middle of nowhere and there's frogs everywhere. Callum, you're pretty upset with it, aren't you? Went outside just to show my way. Oh, 75 in about a metre square block. It's ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, we'll jump into the show. So this week we've got uh, the All-Stars in the NBA. A little debrief on that. We've got uh, Callum's boyfriend, I mean Callum's boy, uh, Fernando Tatish Jr.'s mega deal. We've got to get through that. We've got the uh, NFL off-season market, when to buy and what to buy. We've got the Oz Open, Naomi Osaka, and I've got a little proposition for the people. In that one, then we've got Carey's MJ's, the grading companies, and uh, I think Callum's going to open with a tidbit and close with a tidbit. So, Callum, I'm going to throw it over to you, mate. Go for it. Right, everyone. Um, bit, bit of a tradition starting of me starting these things a little bit, a little bit of fun, a little bit of fun time. So, I do like these. I do like these. Yeah. Well, I want to come at you with just a lot of fun facts and a bit of weird, interesting things. So. Did you know the largest sports card is 60 feet by 90 feet in length? <laughs> Google it. <laughs> oh, can we get a photo? Is there, is there a photo? I'm, I'm going to upload it on the inter- upload, Instagram. Upload yeah. We'll upload it. All right, boys, I'm going to fire, fire through these, so just keep up. Kobe's parents co-signed his first NBA contract. LeBron shoots with his right hand, but writes with his left hand. Ray Allen's real name is Walter, so it's Walter Allen. 19... <laughs> <laughs> These are fantastic. In, in 1949, a jump ball used to, be, used to come after every single basket. The Celtics and the Knicks are the only teams in the NBA that has never moved or changed names. Buzz Aldrin has once tried to sue Tops. Um, the Cairns Taipan is the only Australian sports team that's non-for-profit. Just Google AAA baseball, you get team names like the Iron Pigs, the Mud Hens, the Chihuahuas, the Isotopes, the River Cats, and the Jumbo Shrimp. <laughs> and the very last one for you, last one, save the best for last, Kerry's parents named Kerry after Wayne Kerry. <laughs> Not a Is true that story. True? Not Is a that true story. True? Oh, wow. <laughs> Big Wayne fans, uh, lock up your daughters. <laughs> <laughs> and your wives, if you got one. That's a stitch up there, Cal. Stitch up. <laughs> okay, uh, Kerry, you are now Wayne from here on out. Alan, uh, it is always a pleasure listening to that, and I'm, I'm keen for next week's as well. Um, but All-Stars, the All-Star team is out. The East, we have Kyrie, Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant, Giannis and Embiid. Callum's just walking away, so it threw me off a little bit. In the West, we've got Luca, Steph, LeBron James, Jokic, and Kawhi. Boys, we've got the starters. They're a lock. Give me three reserves from the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. Callum, I'm going to start with you, mate. Actually, no, I'll go Kerry because uh, Callum's having a drink at the moment after his big spill. <laughs> All 
right, so I reckon for the Western, I'll, I'm going to get start off with the elephant in the room, Zion Williamson. I'm not sure how he didn't get a call-up for the firsts. Um, so I'll go Zion. Donovan just Mitchell. on that, yeah, yeah. Just, just before you say that, who are you taking out uh, of the West well, team for Zion? That's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, okay. I'll get to that in a minute. So Zion. So yep. I have Donovan Mitchell as a second reserve. I think he was pretty stiff to work to miss out on after his season at the Jazz this year. And Anthony Davis, LeBron's teammate. So they are my three right. reserves right. for the West. Yep. Yep. Um, for the East, I'm going to go with James Harden. Uh, he's found his mojo back after being traded. I reckon he was a bit stiff to miss out on, on a spot in the East. Uh, Jalen Brown as well, uh, another one that was a bit stiff after um, helping the Celtic or the Celtics, I should say. Sorry, Cal. <laughs> the Celtics um, get to a spot where um, they're a bit more stable, I, I think. Uh, and the other one is Callum's, the other Callum's boyfriend, I'm going to say, Zach Levine. Is that right, Cal? Oh, I'm loving that shout out. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so they they're my three resis for the West and the East. Um, to answer your question about taking people out, look, that's hard. The five that are in there, I would say, are possibly the best. Zion Zion Williamson, he's tough, but he's going to have a big career ahead of him. He's going to he's going to be in many um, in the years to come. I think. Most definitely. Callum, your thoughts, mate? Hopefully uh, we don't have a segment where we all have the same. I've got different ones, but uh, show me what you got, Cal. So in the East, the biggest um, name and player that got, um, you know, didn't get selected, which is absolute travesty, is uh, Nikola Vucevic in the East. He's having a starring season, so how he doesn't go... Like, what's Kevin Durant done besides got COVID four times? <laughs> Like, seriously, no, you know what I mean? Like, Vucevic should, should be, he needs to get his, um, just, just everything he does, Posey Orlando doesn't get his recognition he deserves. He should be a starting all-star. So that's one in the East. Um, yep. Second one's Levine, obviously, Kerry. Yeah, nice. Has to be. Has to be. And then Julius Randle. Yeah, Jay Rand. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, Julius Randle. Um, starring season as well for the Knicks. So he's worth a shout. Also, my fourth reserve for the East would have been Savoinis, Mother Boy. Yeah. Um, in the West, I should not have too many for the West. I reckon CJ McCullum's had a really good season. Yeah. Yeah. I would yep. almost want to take him over Luca, maybe at this stage. Whoa. Whoa. Obviously, oh, not, obviously not as like a GM. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, as in just for this game, this, this two month season is uh, yep. taking CJ over, over, over um, Doncic. Um, Towns. Mitchell, Chris Paul, any of them, just chuck him in. That's matter. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, that's interesting because we don't have many of the same ones. So I'm going to start with my East team. And this, the frogs are going off at the moment. Hopefully we can get them out. My East reserves, you both have slept on him. Jason Tatum. Yuck. Absolute star. Averaging 27 points a game. I think four or five rebounds and oh no, four or five assists and seven odd rebounds. Absolute star. Uh, then we've got Callum's boy, uh, Sabonis. I think he's he's been really good for the Pacers and really consistent. And I think that's uh, the, the next step to be a superstar is consistency. Uh, and then Julius Randle. 
has been absolutely balling out for the Knicks and he is the sole reason they are anywhere close to contending. Completely uh, agree with the Randall statement. Just yeah. completely agree. He, he's been fantastic. And then uh, my West Reserves, uh, Chris Paul, he also is one of those guys that comes in and flips a team on their head. So he had... The Phoenix Suns, who just made it into the bubble, just made it. Admittedly, they won the eight games in the bubble, but they were really not much of a team, and now they are genuine contenders. Chris Paul, I watched him play against the uh, New Orleans Pelicans, my boys, and he dropped 19 dimes and walked around the court just doing whatever he wanted to uh, on an all right defender in Bledsoe. But he walked around the court, flicked the ball around, shot it, did not care, didn't react at anything, just played his own game. He's stiff. Then another bloke I can't believe you guys uh, slept on, Damian Lillard. I had him in my considerations, yeah. Yeah, get out. He probably, I would have him starting over Luca on this two months. So I I would take CJ, Chris Paul, and probably Donovan Mitchell over here. But why? He's a, he's a sniper. He's a floor general. This, this season, CJ's been the man. Usually it's really the man, the man, the man every year. This is CJ's time, I reckon. You see his stats? Yeah, can, can we get some stats on CJ head to head with Lillard? You find that, and I'm going to talk about my third man, uh, who is Donovan Mitchell, who's I think he's um, a, a bona fide star. And the Utah Jazz at the moment are a team nearly impossible to stop. Have you watched many of their games, Kerry? Haven't seen many this season, but I've seen the snapshots and the highlights from the games, and they're they're unstoppable. They're hard to beat, aren't they? Yeah. The way they are moving the ball at the moment, they are playing the most unselfish basketball, yeah. and defense, like defensively, they are unstoppable as well. Like Shaq gives Rudy a hard time. I tell you what, a really hard time. But he is, if he doesn't block the shot, he changes the shot any time someone goes into the paint. So he is probably another. He's probably my fourth. Not on stats, but defensively, he is unreal. Yeah. So some stats for you. Damon Lillard averages 30 points, four rebounds, and eight assists. Hard to beat now, reading those stats. CJ averages 27 points, four rebounds, and five assists. Pretty good back off the Trailblazers looking at that, isn't it? It is pretty good. And uh, DeMarcus Cousins got waived, and I'd love to see him Go to the Blazers potentially. That would be. I'd like to see that. Yeah, completely agree. He, uh, him and um, when Nursich comes back after injury, he had the two um, twin towers at the back and have these two boys at the front. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. And now moving on to uh, Callum's boy, Tatis Junior, and his three hundred and forty million dollar mega deal. It is absolutely unreal. 14 years he signed on for. He can do his ACL. He can do his shoulder. It doesn't matter. He has the bag for 14 years. Not true. I'll explain in a sec. Oh, oh interesting. Oh, yeah. 
maybe uh, my MLB noob uh, has kicked in there. But I just wanted to talk about his card and his uh, ser- Tops Series 2 PSA 10 market. And how did that affect the market? So I looked and I took 10 um, sold items pre the mega deal and averaged them out. And I got an average of $370 for his top Series 2 PSA 10, which is the one on the side. And then post, so post 18th of February, I took 10 and the average of that was 470 so within three days, that particular card has gone up. That's the base card, $100. And his refractors and any other card is absolutely unreal. They're going off the market at the moment. Kerry, I'm going to throw it to you. You've got some stats for me. Hopefully I didn't steal everyone's stats. But uh, go for it, mate. I've got a funny sort of twist on this one. Um don't get me wrong, I love Tatis. I've got a few of his cards. I've got that rookie card, that four, I think it's number 410, um, that sideways rookie card. Yeah. Got a yeah. few of his tops chrome. Um, got a Bowman first as well that's um, BGS graded as well. But I'm sort of thinking about this, and I'm just going to ask a question. I might, might be wrong, might be right. Is he already hyped up too much to start off with? No, absolutely not. I'm going to throw some stats out. So... He's won. He's won two awards in his short time. He's won the Silver Slugger Award, and he's won. Um, he's been selected into the All MLB First Team. Now, Silver Slugger, one of eighteen players in that year to get it, and one of sixteen selected in that first team. Is it? Are these good enough or big enough honors to grant the hype? I know he's he's going to be a star okay. player. He's going to be an, yeah. future is so bright, but. Are those awards enough to have the, that demanding a price range? All right. So last season where he won the accolades of all MLB, the Silver Sluggers, all that kind of yeah. stuff, Yeah. that was a quarter of a season. So usually MLB season goes for 164 games. They played a quarter of that. Now, that's technically his first full season because that was classified as a full season for the COVID time. Let's go six months before that is when he just got called up. So let's say the boys only had three quarters of a season. Now, that is proving your point in a say, is that enough time? But it's the intangibles that Fernando brings to the game of baseball. He, he's the LeBron James. He's, he's the young LeBron James of the league. No one, bat, no one used to bat flip. No one has that swag that Fernando has. He, he brings something else than like the Mookie Betts, the Mike Trouts, the Acuna Juniors, the Machados. He brings this out something else, and that's what is going to draw the bigger audience. It's bigger than baseball. It's he's the, he's going to be the reason why people come to baseball and watch. And so, for a small market team like the Padres to offer a twenty-two-year-old a fourteen-year deal is just absolutely fantastic news for everyone involved because that that means he doesn't go to the Red Sox, doesn't go to the Dodgers, doesn't go to the wherever the Mets, the Yankees, right? He stays in the small market, builds the game there. And to be honest, when it, oh, let's say seven, eight years from now, $24 million season for Fernando is going to be cheap as chips. Because if you look back at people, um, let's use um, Albert Pujols. He plays. <laughs> <laughs> that's, his, that's his name, boy. 
That's his name. That's his name. He, <laughs> Albert Pujols. He played. He played for the um, St. Louis Cardinals. He was the Fernando Tatis before Fernando Tatis. He went to the he went to the Angels when he was about thirty two years old. The Angels offered him basically the same deal as Fernando did at thirty. So he's still going to be playing for the Angels at forty four on like thirty million dollars a year, and he's got about four more years to go. And the dude can't walk. He's fat as oh, he's he's a very big man. He can't. He he bats with a pool noodle. He can't field. He can't bat. And yet the Angels still owe him a hundred million dollars. So to get a 22-year-old on a 14-year deal is fantastic. So I, in short, in short, you are saying, Carl, that it is based on future. Like it is based on what he could become. Or what he is becoming. It's what he already is. Because in the MLB, MLB network had the top 100 players. Guess who came in six? Fernando Tatis. That's a whole league and he's 22. That's yeah, unheard yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, I've got more to say about this, so I'll hold off a little bit about the top 100 of MLB. But you have players like Acuna at seven, who's 22. You have um, Fernando at six. You have Guansado at five, and they're all under 23. Like the future's very bright. So the, all those three players are going to get the same deal anyway, and it's going to be great. It's going to be great for baseball. Yeah. yeah can, I just uh, do a little, can I do a little breakdown for you though, Kerry and Zach? Yeah, sure, sure. Yep. So Fernando's deals 14 years. Three hundred forty million dollars. Yep. Average that at twenty four million dollars a year. Yep. Hundred and fifty thousand dollars a game. Right. Yep. Now, if you look at Patrick Mahomes, he signed a, in this NFL. He signed a twelve million dollar deal, so less years, but for five hundred three million dollars. That's forty one million dollars a year, and that's two million two point six million dollars a game. Baseball plays so many more games than any other sport. You can throw around that money. Think about it. Patrick Mahomes plays 16 games a year and he gets $2.6 million a game and Fernando will play 180 games and you're only you know, paying him 150 grand a game. Like it, it's, it's, it's completely different and it's, it the, mon- the money's money. The money's money. money. What, yeah. would you guys, what would you guys buy? If you had that money given to you on a contract tomorrow, what would you guys buy? A couple of houses. Uh, I would I would start my own card um, business. I think I would genuinely just go through and buy every, like buy a whole heap of boxes and all sealed. Have flip them, do all that. I'd probably move to America for a little bit to get that kind of started. Because uh, you won't have to work. Like, Ola, what would you do, Kerry? Uh, I would buy a couple of the uh, Michael Jordan '86 flares. Rookie cards <laughs> oh, for yeah. about three quarters of a million dollars, about seven fifty thousand American. Yep. Get a couple and of them. I would be um, like Vegas Dave, and I would say in six months' time, I'm going to be the first person to sell those cards for two million dollars. I like that. I like that, boys. Yeah. I know the, the cardboard locker room has a little. Um, was it a Patreon or was like a like a PayPal thing? Money, money pool, and I will get to that. I yeah. will get to that later. So yeah. I wouldn't mind a six point five million dollar house in Port Douglas. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but heard it here first, guys. Two million dollars, Michael Jordan, eighty six flares coming soon. I think. Yep. Yep. Wow. Yeah, not bad. Let's, Let's roll, roll roll back to Tatis. You got any more for yes. us, Callum? Um, just to sign off on, on this topic, yep. Yep. baseball is the little brother of NBA and NFL. It's not as popular and all that. And just to have, could you imagine an 18-year-old LeBron in the league now? Like, could you imagine? 
That's what's yeah. happening in baseball right now. People just hit, like, he's the reason people might and will get on board, and it's fantastic. So money all worth it. Card, he's got a skyrocket. If you look at Mike Trout's rookie, it's thousands and thousands. Fernando's going to be the same. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that for sure. Totally agree. Right, right boys. Moving on, moving on to more American sport. NFL. It's, uh, we've had our Super Bowl. Tom Brady sits atop the uh, leaderboard again. Does not give a stuff about Patrick Mahomes. Walked all over him. Made him look like a little baby. But it's the off season. What are we buying? When are we buying? Callum, would you like to go? Or yeah, I can start. Um, the two things I'm doing, boys, is this. First thing, I'm looking for Brady cards. Just any Brady will do. Just he's the goat of all sports, American sports. So looking for any Brady. If I can't find any Brady, I'm not spending any money. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. For Trevor Lawrence. I am saving my money. I am saving every time I have my NFL budgets to buy cards. I'm saving and I'm waiting for Trevor Lawrence, uh, best college quarterback ever. Have you been watching his uh, like tapes yep. and stuff like that? Like he's, oh. I watched, watched his two bowl games, the national championship yeah. games, and he lost both of them. But it's that. It's that. But he. he Best college quarterback ever, and already going to go pick one of the Jags. Jags are going to build around him, boys. Already got a Blake Bortles jersey, the old Jags quarterback. I'm getting a Lawrence too, boys. It's, it's happening. Save your money, wait for Trevor. Ooh, I, I like that. Trevor, he, uh, number one. And Kerry, what about you, mate? I've got a couple. I'm just going to look them up right now as we speak, but I've got yep. one that is a uh, current player, and that is Clyde Edwards Hilaire. You might know him if he plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. Uh, I like him because of two things. First of all, he had a, a pretty good uh, first season. Secondly, he plays alongside Paddy Mahomes. Now, Super Bowl this year didn't go according to plan for him and the Chiefs, but for the next 10 years, 12 years more, um, they're going to be in a lot of talks about Super Bowl, aren't they? Running backs don't really last that long, do they, though, Kerry? They're a bit they of don't. a... Bit of a you know bash and crash and bash last and four years. He'll have a, he'll have a decent um decent career. He'll he'll last enough time for these cards to increase. I think this is going to be a short term short term flip. A oh, short term, um, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, because these cards you can pick up his prism cards for fifteen dollars right now. Ungraded, eBay, Un- ungraded, yeah, raw raw cards for fifteen dollars now. That's pretty decent. No huddle ones. You can get no huddle ones for, I think, 89 I saw before. Um, and for a guy that's had a decent season, he's helped um, Mahomes, he's had some touchdowns, uh, I think it's a pretty good investment. I think you can sort of load up on him um, and I think you'll, you can double your money by season start. It's not a bad call at all. Any other one? The other card I'm going for is um, kind of a mix. This guy... Played both baseball and football, and his name is Bo Jackson. You guys heard of him? Bo Jackson, never, never. Okay, so 1990. This card is from, so it's a very vintage card. Look him up. It's a 1990 score. Bo Jackson. That is B O, and then Jackson. Quite a nice card. It's a horizontal card with him. It's not a football card, but it is a baseball um, card of him 
with his bat behind his shoulders, holding it up kind of like that. Um, and he played he played both NFL and MLB. Well, Kerry, just looking at this this guy's um, stats, so he made a Pro Bowl in the NFL, Round One, yeah. Pick One in the NFL, and he made an All Star in the baseball. Oh, I was just going to give that one to Cal. So thanks for um, yeah, getting those following those stats. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I just thought that was really interesting. <laughs> still, still my thunder. Gee. Ah, sorry, <laughs> um, so these cards are going up in price. I don't know. Not sure why they're going up in price, um, but they are. They've started off. Um, they were, you could buy them for about $60 a couple of months ago, and now they're going. PSA 9, I'm seeing right now, you can buy for $300. Um, and looking at some sold prices in the last um, few months, you can see that they have had an increase. I'll just show you uh, some stats up for you now. Well, at, uh, why, are you doing, why are you doing that, Kerry? Just to let listeners know, he played for the Los Angeles Raiders only for three years in the NFL, made a pro bowl in three years, not too bad. And he played for the three different teams in the baseball, so being around. Yeah, sure. So yeah, his you can get his raw cards for as little as thirty-one dollars eighty. Uh, one sold for thirty-seven dollars sixty-two. In fact, on the twenty-first of Feb, the PSA nine mint sold one bid for twelve dollars seventy-one. Twelve dollars seventy-one, one bid. Uh, so you can actually buy a PSA nine for less than um, less than uh, raw. And on the same day, 21st of Feb, a PSA 10 sold for $890 Australian. So wow. there is a big uh, big difference there. I think there's one um, worth holding, worth buying a few. Um, and with any vintage card, they're always going to go, well, nearly always going to go up in price um, as the years go on. Yeah, well, Carol, I've got a question for you, and it relates to the people that I'll be buying. Uh, who are the 2018 quarterbacks that first pop into your mind? Do you have any that come into your mind? Kerry, do you have any kind of jump in your mind? Lamar Jackson, 2018? Yeah, he was Kyle Murray was last year, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah Kyle Murray definitely last year. Yeah, it'll be Baker Mayfield, it'll be Lamar Jackson, it'll be Josh oh, Allen. Yeah, Mayfield, of course. And that's not even, I have no research in front of me. Yeah, that's yeah. Not well, well, you've just named the three people that I am buying. And I'm going to call this the budget boys section because at the moment, Lamar Jackson had a bit of an off year and his at the moment, so the Donruss rated rookies, so not the Donruss optic rated rookies, just the normal Donruss rated rookies. His PSA 9 is going for $104 AU at the moment. Baker Mayfield. His is going for $55. He's going to the Super Bowl next year too, Baker. And that's what I'm thinking as well. Wow. And if you're wondering, so Baker Mayfield, you know, what did he make? The, he won his first game in the... Uh, no, first two playoff games. The Browns won in about 17 years. Yeah. Yep. So that's Baker Mayfield. He's at $55. And for Josh Allen, who had a pretty outstanding year this year, is 120 for the Donruss rated rookie. PSA 9s, Baker, very easily 2x if he makes it anywhere close to that playoff. For sure. I, I love that. Yeah, that, that's budget boys here. I like I it. That's, that is I'll, so go, I'll go triple budget boys. 
Ooh. a quarterback who got drafted pick no, 10 in that draft, yep. no longer in the league. I'm going to pick his card up. I assume it's going to be a dollar. Yeah, that's Josh Rosen. But anyway, even more by yeah. <laughs> With absolutely no returns ever. <laughs> but uh, those three, like Lamar had a pretty off season um, and I reckon can have a really red hot crack next year. But I think the money is at Baker Mayfield, PSA 9, Donruss rated rookie. So not the optic rated rookie, the just the normal rated rookie. I love those 2018 rated rookies, the ones that are looking in the distance. So there's yes, the one yes. from the camera angle. No just, helmets on. Yeah, no yep. Hang, yep, yep. No, I love those style. Yeah, I like them as well. Mm. like them. Righto, boys. This is going to be a real quick segment. I was going to ask you about the Oz Open, but I know no one really cares about it. But I have... A call, a call out to the community of listeners. You guys don't know anything about this yet, but I was looking today at Naomi Osaka and her Pop 1 PSA 9 Sports Illustrated card going for, and it's on our Instagram at the moment, it's going for four bid, 55 bids, $2,600 US. And, wow. and you can buy these cards raw for 300 And the reason I'm calling the community out is because I want to get a community card. I want the podcast and the listeners to hold a Naomi Osaka card. I want it to be bought. And then I want... Us to grade it, and I want it to come back a nine. Then, with our earnings on that, either we hold it for nine years, ten years, she's twenty-three. We can hold it for ten years, and she's thirty-three and still winning. We sell it, and we do the biggest ever giveaway. The community card. What are we thinking? I like it. I like Only it. thing. Should we get players in a poll and let the community vote on who they buy and who we're buying? Okay. Because I don't mind. I don't mind the tennis, but tennis. Look, I think there's a big market. I bought this week. I even bought some Roger Federer um, rookie cards. Uh, there is a big market, and the market for his cards, especially, they're going up. They're seeing returns of thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars for his rookie card, PSA tens. That is um, true. Enormous market there for any sport. And this, this pandemic has helped that because people got into the market, they've been buying, they've been seeing the sports on offer, they've been buying cards. Uh, one thing leads to another, they, they love, uh, they, they might be tennis players, might play a bit of a hobby, they buy the cards, yeah. they're the best players. That's, that's well, where the market comes in. Well, Kerry, I think that's where my brain is at. My brain is at yeah. the sports that I like, players that I like. But if I put my card brain on, I see what Zach's saying, I see what you're saying. Tennis, this could be the game. And yeah. I just want to give a shout-out to our money pool. We're going to do a post on our Instagram, and we're going to put a link into the money pool. And I want everyone, minimum a dollar, maximum $2. I want to see the Naomi Osaka with the community. And I want it to be ours together. I don't want it to be the cardboard locker room. I want it to be a hobbies card. Everyone's people's card. card. Yeah. People's card. The community's card. Callum, 
you're looking puzzled. What do you think? No, I like it. I like it. I'm just looking at my notes and um, reading that next segment. But back on this segment, everyone, I'm keen, definitely keen. Um, Zach might have to off-air explain it to me again, but I think we're all sweet. <laughs> or you can go back and listen to the pod and give us an extra listen. I'm all for this. This sounds like a good idea to get the community yep. together uh, for yep. a common yep. cause. She's a star. She's 23, fourth Australian Open, absolute gun. Where's she from, by the way? Is she Japanese? Uh, she was born in Japan, moved to America when she was little, I think. Yes. So is she, does she play as an American or as Japanese? Yes, American. I think, I think so. Ooh. Her Instagram name is in Japanese hieroglyphics. I'm, go- I'm Googling college, it. She played college in America. I know that. I'm just Googling it now, boys. We are definitely off track, but I just want to plug the money pool one more time. Look out for it on our Instagram, and we are going to get the community an Osaka card, and we're going to grade that, and we're going to give do the biggest giveaway ever. She's Japanese. So Japanese that lives lives in Beverly Hills, California. Must be nice. Very nice. nice. <laughs> she has go, she has two wins. Of the Aussie Open, she has oh, two, wins. two wins of the US Open, so she's already got four Grand Slams under her name at 23 years of age. Yeah, yeah. Um, How good is she going to be? And who who's she got to beat? Serena Williams retires next year. Like, oh, the, no one's going to go close to her. The world to oyster. And if you're an Australian tennis player, you usually choke, so she doesn't have to worry about the Australians. <laughs> Irrelevant anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, let's move on. I just wanted to get the community together, a bit of inspiration for everyone. But Kerry, your boy MJ. Oh, boys, where do we start? Give it to me. All right. Well, you might have known from the last week's segment, I kind of pumped this card up a fair bit. This is the 1996 Fleer Decade of Excellence card. Um, They were on sale. You could buy them graded by a pretty not-so-reputable company, WCG. Um, or you could buy them raw for about 35 to $40 a piece. Now, I thought that's a pretty good deal. So I bought quite a few that night after the podcast, after I told you boys about it. Then the next day I bought a few more, bought a few lots, um, bought a few <laughs> lots of 10, bought a few lots of 20. Uh, I have now 45 cards of Michael Jordan in my, uh, well, almost um, coming coming in. It would be for America, so maybe a week or two away. Um, now, I have put my money where my mouth is. I have invested quite heavily, as you heard. I have put in just over $1,000 into this um, investment, which I think is going to be, is going to pay off. Now, I know Cal's got something to say. Um, no, I was just going to say, hey, Kerry, let's tell listeners how much you've spent. But you've already done that, so it's fine. All, all good. So, yeah, just over $1,000, about $1,300 I've, I've spent. I've bought a series of the raw Decade of Excellence cards. I've bought uh, some gold insert ones. Now, the next day, I don't know, it's not a coincidence. The next day, these cards started taking off uh, on eBay. And I'm going to sh- give you a price that one, one sold for, well, PSA 10 was $1,800 for a Fleer Decade of Excellence card. Uh, and a PSA 9 sold about a couple of hours later for $443.91. Now, 
Now these are nuts. These are not rookie cards. These are reprints of so the same design as the '86 Flair, but put into a new card, and they've actually got Decade of Excellence on them. So they're in no way fakes. Um, these are actual cards printed by Flair um, to celebrate ten years of Michael Jordan doing Michael Jordan things. I like it. So. That got me thinking. Oh, my. Um, my plan, my future plan, is to get them all sent off to PSA. Uh, now, there is one thing about this. Now, Fleer went bankrupt many years ago now, and they hadn't quite released their gold cards at that stage. So in the liquidation auctions, people bought them, and um, they kept them, and they sold them over time. Now, sadly... PSA aren't accepting them to be graded anymore. So they're only accepting the raw cards, the raw base cards. So I've got to find what to do with the gold cards. Now, I've only bought five of them, so it's not a big investment for me, but I'm going to find a grading company that will accept them still. And I think I might have a company, but I'll hand over to Zach because he's got something to say. Before you bought those, did you know that you couldn't get them graded by PSA? I didn't. So luckily, oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't go overboard with the gold inserts. Yeah. I did yeah. like they look the cool. They look so good. I've got one in front of me. <laughs> they look so good. Um, yeah. But I did. I did go heavy on the ultras, which is the uh, the kind of the the less uh, or the the more short print version of the base ninety six card. So about thirty, I'd say forty of my forty-five cards of those. I've only got five of the gold ones, which is which is actually good. <laughs> very lucky, very um, very lucky. But on that, so there's a new grading company that has come into um, being in the last few months. You might have heard of it, guys. You might not have. It's called HGA Grading. You guys heard of that? I saw your, I saw your poster about it actually. Yeah. So have you heard of that, Cal? No, I've never heard of that one actually. No? Okay. So HGA is cool, is short for the hybrid grading approach. So it's, it's revolutionary. It's nothing like what BGS or PSA are doing. They're using artificial intelligence to grade cards. So they're using scanners, high-resolution scanners that take up to, I think, 100-megapixel photos of the cards, so super high-resolution. Wow. Uh, they zoom into the cards. They, um, they check them over. Um, they, they check them back in front. Um, the computer gives a grade based on all the same features as PSA, for example, centering, edges, corners, um, any blemishes on the surface, all, all that kind of stuff. Same same um, uh, kinds of things like that. And then after it's uh, done the time in the, in the scanner, it's then checked over by two graders just to make sure uh, the computer's given it the right grade. So it's like a three-step process. Scanner first. And then two, just to moderate the grade. How are they finding using that? Um, are the graders changing many of the grades, or are they staying quite yeah. the same? There's not. They haven't. It's, it's, it's so brand new, so there's not many. Yep. There's not much information about it at the moment. But what they're finding is quite a few things to iron out. For example, one card um, a guy sent in, and this is all public knowledge. This is all all fine to talk about. One yeah, guy sent yeah. in the card and. In the scanning process, it actually got bent, um, uh, bent to almost uh, well. You could you couldn't grade it. It, was, it got quite bent. So what the company did, um, they sound like a pretty genuine, honest company. They actually reimbursed um, the the person for the cost of the the top grade card. 
Um, so they, they realised that was their fault. Um, it, it nicked an, an edge in the, in the, on the card in the scanner, the way it, it sort of scanned through their machine. Um, and so that they know that now. They're, they've got things in place now to stop that happening. Um, but what I like about that company is they actually they're making uh, slabs and they're, they're personalising them to match player cards. So, for example, if, if I had a Justin Herbert card, uh, LA Chargers colours are blue, yellow, and white. So they would they would actually find a slab, and they in the, in the part where they put this, the grades and the centering and all that kind of stuff, they actually colour code that card to match the colours of the team. So there might be yellows and blacks and whites. So it actually looks an awesome card. That would, that would be really cool, especially for PCs. Not necessarily yeah. flippability, but uh, PCs would be awesome. But yeah, I like on, that too, Gary. Even on that though, guys, there's a car that's on eBay at the moment. It's Justin Herbert's um, rated rookie card. It's basis to base. BGS comes in at about one seventy five for uh, nine point five. This this card is an auction. It's got about fifteen hours to go on it. It's an HGA rated card, nine point five HGA. And it's already up to two hundred and fifteen dollars. Wow. So maybe people are throwing caution to the wind and uh, AI is the way of the future. Could be. I think I'm a big fan of it. I know one guy sent in a Jar Morant RPA to the company, so he's expecting high things uh, from them. Hopefully they don't damage it. <laughs> Hopefully that one doesn't get bad. Um, but, uh, yeah, the only thing is that because they're so new, they're limiting um, submission numbers. So I think they started off, yeah. they haven't a weekly submission uh, time slot for everyone to get theirs in. So it might be, I think it was 9 o'clock uh, Friday night um, American time. They have an, an opening and people can submit all the cards. They can submit a maximum of 20 cards per person. Yep. And that all sold out. 2,500 cards slots sold out in four minutes. So wow. people, That's crazy. Are, people are liking this. And, and the best thing is that the PSA wait times and BGS wait times are so extraordinary at the moment. They're, they're after seven months, 12 months, they haven't got the cards yet. HGR are guaranteeing that it's going to be a 30-day. If you pay for the 30-day, it'll be done in 30 days. Well, that is big because I have a heap of Lonzo balls in my PC that I want traded, but I don't want to pay out my ears for it or wait 13, 14 months. Absolutely. So, yeah, big shout-out to HGA. I think there's a, it's a small company, but big things to come. I'm, I'm going to send off a few of my uh, Michael Jordan cards there, I reckon, um, see what they do with them, um, and also some of my Herbert cards because they look so cool in, that, in those colours. Uh, I might post some pictures up on the Instagram as well to show you guys. Um, it's, yeah, it's a big win in my books. I'm hearing sponsor for the pod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, we can only hope, can't we? <laughs> exactly right. Callum, Callum you've been, you've been chomping at a bit to get this last little tidbit yeah. out. You've been slaving <laughs> at me. You've been signalling me. This is all false, everyone. We've got a couple more minutes of recording time. Tell the audience what you want to tell them because it's been annoying me watching you dance and carry on at the end of the table. Absolutely stitch up here, everyone. <laughs> Absolute stitch up. No, well, I've already touched on what I was going to say, Zachary. That's why it's not that urgent. But um, <laughs> absolute stitch up. But I'll continue on. Right, 
We've already touched on this, but baby goats. We have Glenn Sato, Akini Jr. and Tatis Jr. Is that baby goats? Baby goats. Baby goats. Daddy, daddy goats anywhere? Daddy goats. Not, no more daddy goats here, MLB, mate. Just oh, baby what goats. What a shame. What a shame. Um, so I already, I already said that um, Tatis is a young LeBron. Gary, yeah. give me your Calms in pattern comparison. What do you reckon Acuna Jr. is in NBA, his comparison? Um, off the top of your head. Off the top of my head, uh, I would say he'd be a Trey Young. Now I'm going bigger. He's a young Dwayne. He's a young Dwayne Wade. Absolute young Dwayne Wade. Okay. Right. Got to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, also, oh, Kerry, Kerry, I know you're pretty um, comfortable and with the knowledge of Glenn Soto. Who's your comparison? Juan <laughs> Soto? Uh, I would say uh, Rui Hashimura. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm not being on the spot, but I was going to say Carl Kuzma. What were you going to say? Carl Kuzma. All you guys are very, very wrong. I want to go young Shaq in the, in the league. So, boys, in the MLB, you've got a young LeBron, a young D-Wade, and a young Shaq. Get up and about baseball. It's going off. Guys, get on board. Buy the cards. Get on board. On that, on that, Cal, though, I've got a question about the global importance of MLB. I know that M- NBA is more wide, worldwide. NFL is more more sort of um, in America than anywhere else. MLB, yeah. is that between the two? Is it is it bigger than NFL? What, what do you think? So MLB is obviously huge in America and it's also very huge. That's not great English there. Very huge. It's massive in Japan. So Japan... Big baseball scene there, and then it kind of tails off everywhere else. But it's that growing it, and with these three young boys at the helm, it's, it's going places. And I think with social media as well, um, like Bleacher Report, ESPN, always be these young kids hitting diggers and raising the line. And I people and I reckon Commonwealth countries that all play cricket. Cricket's if you like cricket, you'll like baseball. So the Englands and the Indians and the Australians and all that, like that's a big growth market for baseball and it's only going to pop off. Will it be an Olympic sport in 30 years, Callum, baseball? Just get rid of the Olympics altogether, I reckon, but probably not. <laughs> well, if breakdancing can be in Tokyo, yeah. I reckon baseball's got a fair chance. I was going to say, isn't breakdancing one? And it's some other absolute BS one as well. So, yeah. Something like surfing or something, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Anyway, boys, I think it's best that we wrap it up here. We've had a a big pod. We've talked about all the things we've wanted to. No one missed out on any content. I just want to thank the community of listeners that we have uh, for tuning in each week. And uh, we encourage you to keep listening, keep giving us feedback, follow the Instagram page. Uh, Callum's waving his hand. I'm going to let him interrupt. Just one more thing, everyone. Get ready for some Star Wars content next pod. Putting it out there. little trailer. Oh, oh preview of next week's pod. Oh, I like wow, that's exciting. That is exciting as he sips from his Yoda cup. <laughs> <laughs> but again, thank you. Keep uh, following the Instagram. Keep listening. A uh, minimum of 60 seconds. And uh, we're very appreciative. And hopefully we can keep pumping out content. Any words from you, boys? Good pod, boys. See you next week. Pod, yeah. Yep. See you next week. Next the community boys. card. Look out for it. Sounds good. Looking forward to it.